Hello everyone and today I'm going to be talking about overeating and my suggestions for what to do after that happens and I mean obviously I'm gonna say ideally try to avoid that but let's be real I think all of us have had a meal or two or ten where we've eaten a bit too much and we're just really not feeling so good we're feeling uncomfortable we're feeling like perhaps maybe a little bit regretful and thinking about like okay now that I've done that in order to make up for that these are the things we're gonna do and I know based on my own experiences I was definitely someone who would mentally make a list of all the things I was going to do in order to make up for overeating and that's exactly what I want you to be avoiding for your overall health and mental well-being as well as working on improving your relationship with food because I think as much as we all can relate to overeating from time to time, how we approach and respond to situations like that really impacts our overall health and well-being. And so, like I said in the past, um, I want to help you focus on creating a lifestyle which is sustainable for you long term. And so I do realize that the way foods are made today, especially when it comes to processed foods and things that we don't prepare ourselves is that a lot of them are really hyper palatable, meaning, you know, they're super easy to overeat. They are literally made by companies with the intention of like making it really hard for you to put it down or to just have one things, you know, like chips, ice cream, pizza, all of those things are created in such a way where they're super delicious. And you're not just like, Oh, wow, I can have one and walk away. I mean, you rarely hear about people, if ever, being like, oh my gosh, I just had three pounds of carrot sticks. I feel awful now. Well, you might feel awful, but chances are it's not from having three pounds of carrot sticks. You know, whole foods, fresh veggies and fruit are generally harder to overeat. Now, I'm not saying I haven't gone to town on, you know, a fruit salad from time to time, but at the same time, it's a lot easier to slow your roll and control your eating when it is something a little healthier for the most part. And so getting to the actual strategies following a, uh, a meal where you do overeat. Okay, so first of all, and I know this is going to be challenging because I think a lot of us reach for this and this is like, don't starve yourself. Don't go about skipping meals, saying that you're gonna like fast for an entire day. If that's, I realize that there are some people who, you know, fast for long periods of time or do intermittent fasting. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about someone who doesn't do any kind of fasting and all of a sudden then now decides I'm not going to eat tomorrow in order to make up for overeating today. That is not going to do you any favors. As your hunger increases over the day in a way which you're not accustomed to, making you really uncomfortable, you bet that you're going to be reaching for whatever is quick, for convenient and not necessarily the best option. And that can also lead to overeating later because you are so hungry, you no longer feel like you're in control of your hunger and your eating. And so don't starve yourself, don't skip meals unnecessarily, but I will say, wait until you are actually hungry to eat. And this is something where I talk to clients about and that our hunger naturally shifts and changes from day to day. And this is why I personally have a bit of a problem with saying, these are your macros or calories for the day, eat them and stick to them no matter what. Because 
I know from my own personal experience and when I'm listening to my body, my hunger really changes from day to day. And as a female, changes based on my cycle. So generally, like before my period, I will be ravenous, super hungry. And once it happens, my appetite is like some days next to nothing. And if I'm forcing myself to eat X number of calories every day, even though I'm really hungry or forcing myself to eat that number of calories when I'm not hungry, I'm really not doing my body any favors. And that also impacts your ability to listen to those hunger cues, which I have talked about in another podcast and is something that I definitely recommend listening to if you are struggling with like, I don't know when to eat. I'm not sure what hunger feels like. And so focusing on checking in with yourself. Am I hungry? After you've overeaten, you might not be hungry for a while. Like I've had some days where I'll have a really large lunch and be like, you know what? I know it's dinner time, but I'm just not hungry. I'm going to have some water. I'm going to have some tea, you know, just stay hydrated, watch some TV. And if I'm hungry, I'll eat something. If not, I'm just going to go to bed when the time comes because there's no sense in forcing yourself to eat something if you aren't hungry. But at the same time, if you were to have a day like that and you wake up the following morning go, oh my gosh, I'm starving. You're going to be like, oh yeah, I didn't eat dinner yesterday because I wasn't hungry. So now my appetite is back on track. I'm going to eat based on my hunger. And so this is where I'm going to say, don't skip your meals, but do focus on listening to your hunger after um, a time when you do overeat. Okay. Now when it does come to that next meal, what I do suggest is trying to be proactive about what it is that you're going to eat. And that means don't just wait till that hunger strikes to be like, okay, now what I'm going to eat, but be proactive and go, okay, I'm not hungry yet, but when I am hungry, I want to have some good options for myself. So I'm going to have options that include a protein source that includes some vegetables, uh, maybe some fruit, maybe a carb starchy, uh, carb or a starchy carb, depending on like what it is that you're doing that day for saying, Hey, you know what? I'm actually going to go for a walk after this. I'm going to go for a hike. I'm going to go for a resistance training workout, and I'm going to need something probably more substantial after then think about what you're going to need and prepare things or make sure you have food readily available. So when that hunger does strike, you've got some options ready to go. All right. Now talking about exercise, that is also something I want to address when it comes to overeating. I know a lot of times people have a day where they overeat or they binge and their reaction is, well, I can fix this if I just hop on the bike for two or three hours, if I run for a couple hours, if I go to the gym for three hours. And I literally see the same girls at the gym who were there like two plus hours a day. It's like, you were here when I got here, I'm leaving and you're still here. And I just don't understand why you know, I'm going to say average Joe, which I wouldn't incorporate myself into that group is training for such a long period of time. I do understand there are professional athletes who have a more intense training schedule and far greater requirements, but we, for the most part are not those individuals. And if you are, well then, you know, you've got your own schedule and things to focus on. But for most of us get in, do something, spend 30, 45, 60 minutes doing your whatever brings you joy, whatever makes you feel good. And out you go. Because the last thing I want to see people doing after a time when they overeat is feeling like they need to uh, make up for what they've done and to over exercise. Because the reality is, 
that's not at all going to bring you to a place where you need to be mentally. I'm not saying don't go exercise. If exercising, you know, helps you to de-stress, refocus, go for it. Go for a walk, but don't make it about how many calories you burn. And furthermore, apart from exercise, I think sometimes people have these days where they overeat or binge, like I said, and they go, oh, I need to detox. I need to go on a juice cleanse. I need to, you know, buy one of those detox kits or whatever it is. And I'm going to say, save your money and do something that is going to make you feel good and that you would do anyways. If you would, you know, make yourself a big salad with some protein, you know, some cheese or whatever it is that you enjoy that you're going to look forward to, then go for that. But make sure you're not treating your food and exercise after a day like this as a punishment, because this is not, that's not creating a healthy mindset for your body and for your mind. And ideally, that's what we always want to strive towards. Now, one last thing I want to talk about is don't wait until tomorrow, because I think sometimes we have a day where, say you've overeaten and it's only brunch. You went out with friends, you had way too much to eat, you came home, finished your leftovers, are absolutely stuffed, not feeling great. And this is where that mentality can come of, screw it. Oh, screw it. I've already had so much to eat today. Why not just go to town on what I've got in the pantry? Let's not, let's just order pizza for dinner. Like I've already, you know, screwed up this day. Why not just really go for it? And this is where I'm going to say, stop yourself and think about, is the next thing you're going to do going to bring you closer or further from where you physically and mentally want to be? There is nothing wrong with focusing on your next meal, but do not say, you know what? I already screwed up today. Let's just keep going. Tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow is when I start. There is always going to be a tomorrow (laughs) forever. There's going to be another tomorrow. So why not focus on today? What can you do today? And I know sometimes it's a lot easier said than done, but focusing on that one time at a time. I know that sounds hard. That's, That's not very eloquent, but I mean, For people who struggle with overeating, people who struggle with binge eating, I wish I could say that, you know, you're going to listen to a podcast, it's all going to click, and it's never going to happen again. And I think, sadly, that is not the case. Because I know for a fact, even after recording this podcast, at some point in my future, I'm going to overeat something because it's super delicious, I've eaten too fast, I'm socializing, I'm not paying attention, and all of a sudden, I'm going to stop and be like, ooh, I ate way too much. I don't feel so good. And I I know that. I know that's just how that works because as much as I try to be mindful about these things, it takes a very, very long time and a lot of practice and a lot of habit uh, building in order to, you know, really eliminate or cut back on these things that we've been doing for long periods of time. And so if you are someone who finds yourself overeating very regularly, then that's something to really sit back and reflect on. When does, when does this happen? Is it in social situations? Is it when I'm stressed? Is it when I, you know, order a hyper palatable food and I get a large instead of a small? And if you can identify what causes you to overeat, you may or may not be able to, but if you are able to, it's a lot easier to put into 
action, a plan that you can focus on next time. So you say, you know what I noticed every time I go into like a social situation, it's a potluck or something we have at work, I really overeat. And so what can I do about that next time? All right, well, next time before the potluck starts, I'm going to make sure I'm really well hydrated. I'm going to make sure I've had X amount of water. I'm going to make sure I have, you know, two cups of veggie sticks before I go in. I'm going to fill my plate one time. I'm going to bring a mint to pop in my mouth when I'm done eating to remind myself that I'm not just going to keep grazing. But if you don't stop and think about what is causing you to overeat, it's a lot harder to have, you know, one to three or four or five strategies that you can attempt to implement next time. And this is why people sometimes end up going through the same struggle over and over because they don't enjoy it. They hate the feeling. They feel guilt. They feel shame, but they never stop to think what led them to that moment. And that's the difference between people who are able to break those cycles and start new habits and the people who are going to be struggling for the same issue for years to come. So it is absolutely possible to make a change, but you need to be willing to make a change and be willing to look within yourself, your habits and actions and assess what you think might be the root cause of you doing certain things. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be an easy fix, but identifying those challenges is definitely a really good starting point. All right. I hope you have found this helpful. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit or you can email me for one-on-one nutrition coaching at Nikki at Jessica Jetfit.